Hello and welcome back to What Do You Know For Sure podcast with me, Anne Hughes. In this week's episode, I was joined by Angela Watts and this was an in-person podcast, so always nice to have, have had the opportunity to do this. What Angela knows is that she is in the right place at the right time, doing the right thing. She talks a lot about her dharma, her purpose, about how she has changed careers many times and I reflect on the bravery that that maybe took. I'm not sure she was so aware of it before I asked the question. And she also talks about Drew Yoga. Angela is somebody who I, I know in my life for the last few months and have to say that I love her wisdom, amazing energy. And so I hope that you really do get something from this podcast because it's certainly a conversation I really enjoyed having. Angela, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast. Thanks, Anne, and thank you for asking me. It's a real privilege to be asked to be part of this. Tell us a wee bit about you. Currently, I am a Drew Yoga life coach. So I teach yoga and I do life coaching. And I currently have two private classes in Kirkintilla, Glenza area, and I work in Men Matter for the suicide prevention charity in Drumchapel. So there I devised a couple of bespoke courses specifically for issues relating to the situation for guys uh, in that situation. It's it's a mixture of life coaching with a yoga bent. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a yoga teacher and I teach, I'm a trainer of, of teachers as well. So everything I do has got that essence of yoga and the yoga philosophy and calmness and positivity. It's all about helping others with tools to help themselves. Amazing, amazing. And it's been lovely getting to know you recently and also I'm delighted that you said I, you don't need to be thanking me for asking you to come on. Um, but tell me, because I know that we're, we're doing this a wee bit on the hop. You says I'll be better if I just think about it and say it to you. So tell me, Angela, what do you know for sure? I know for sure that I'm exactly in the right place. I'm meant to be doing what I'm meant to be doing with the people I'm meant to be doing it with. And what I mean by that is, in the past, I have, in terms of um, work I've had, I have been in jobs that were high status, so to say, you know, with, with a good salary, good conditions, the job title. But there was something that was missing. That was not for me. Uh, and I knew it wasn't for me. But you just didn't know what to do to, to fulfil your own potential. I knew there was something inside me that was a giver that wanted to help others. So I um, I came from a situation, worked in Stockbroke and then into finance in London. And then I, I just had this sudden realisation that I'm doing the wrong thing for myself. There's nothing was, it just was not fulfilling me. Mm. Um, and, I, and I had this epiphany, and, I, and I'm going to use that word as it's intended. I felt, I just had this vision that I was doing the wrong thing and that I needed to give something back. So I then came back from London and applied for teacher training. So I then uh, became a teacher and I did that for just under 30 years. And again, it was very satisfying and I love working with the kids, but there was just something about it that it was no longer the job I thought it was. And uh, things took over that didn't inspire me. So that kind of took me down a different route. So, I mean, I'm totally getting that because I was thinking as soon as you said... Uh, no, I'm in the right place. I thought it's only somebody that's been in the wrong place that can really surely know that one. I wonder, and you've told us about that. So how long do you feel that you have been in the right place now? And what has that journey been like now that you live your day knowing that you are in the right place? It had to come through kind of the pits, basically. Mm. So I I do, I do believe that 
if you have down times or dark times, there's only one way up, and that's up and, and, and light. So I went from a, a position where I was diagnosed with MS, and that was quite traumatising for a number of reasons. And one of the things that you've got to be careful with MS is, that, is to do with stress. And I ended up finding that my, my job in teaching got so utterly stressful that it was affecting my health. Yeah. And through a period of absence, I then got introduced to Drew Yoga. And I knew the second lesson I had that I, A, I wanted to be a Drew Yoga teacher and B, I wanted to do exactly what that teacher was doing to fulfil what's called your dharma, i.e. your purpose in life. Yeah. And that's that was for it. So it was, it was from like a downside to a positive. Mm-hmm. So that really changed my mindset and I stopped focusing on MS. And I stopped focusing on the sadness or whatever that was happening in terms of my mental health. And then it really just picked me up and it's gone from strength to strength. So I became a yoga teacher and I now actually train yoga teachers. So everything about my life is is, is about giving others tools to help themselves. Mm-hmm. So you mentioned there your MS and you've referred to your health a few different times. So what has what was that journey like? Because I would imagine navigating that path is a challenge, which again you perhaps need to go through to then fully appreciate that you're in the right place, doing the right thing. That's right for you in many ways. I had just started. I said I'd been in, in finance industry, and I was in my mid twenties, realizing this is not for me, and I knew I wanted to give back to society. So hence became a teacher, and in my first term of teacher training. I had a situation with my eyes, which cut forward several years later, I decades later, it turns out it was the first episode of MS I'd had. So right from the beginning of my teaching career, I was I had this condition, um, but not knowing. Mm-hmm. I didn't actually want to delve into, is it that or is yeah. it not? Uh, I always put my head in the sand. So, and then you, you have relapses over the years and then eventually got diagnosed um, with MS in 2004. And again, you're in a, an occupation that's really... <laughs> It's very exhausting, very draining, and it did bring my health down, and I wasn't managing my health properly mm-hmm. at that time. So I, I have a husband who's he wanted me to retire or stop teaching for many years because he could see that the damage that it was doing to my health um, mm-hmm. through the stress and the, the workload. And so from there, it was a case of I had to be on a long-term sick again to think, OK, I cannot keep doing this. Mm-hmm. And that's when I'd started training as a teacher, I tra- a, a yoga teacher and uh, qualified and I knew that was my, my route to go because uh, I, I would teach in my school, teach the staff there and that was well received. So it, it went from there to I had to manoeuvre myself out of that job because obviously I was full time at one point yeah. and it was part time to try and manage but it still wasn't going to do the job and it wasn't fulfilling me at that point. So mm. what I'm doing now is totally fulfilling me. Yeah, and I love that you were talking about dharma. I, I talk about purpose a lot, and I'm, I love to be on purpose, and I think a lot of the time I'm lucky enough that I am very much on purpose. You seem like that's been a huge driver for your life. But I think, you know, I'm thinking of the other women listening to this podcast, there's something about how you've managed to navigate between all these different careers. Was that something that was just in you that, you know, somebody external could say, it's fine for you. Well, you've done loads of things as if it was an easy journey. How did you find the strength and where did it come from for you to move careers like that? I think that's interesting that you said that because I haven't actually thought about it that way. I, oh, I have wow. not thought about myself in the way you've just mentioned. I just think it was, I had no choice. Mm. That was, I was up against a, you know, I couldn't go down anymore. 
Yeah. So there was only one way was up. And, and as I say, that first lesson, that first Drew yoga class in that sports centre in Kirky with my 66-year-old teacher who's now in her late 70s, who's still my teacher, you know, there was something that she had that I wanted. Mm. And that was the thing. And, and through working with the Drew uh, community, they gently get you through what you need to get through because a lot of us do have traumas. Yeah. And I did suffer from a childhood trauma myself. So you've got all of that in the back of, of everything and that you deal with. So I don't see myself as being special. I just see myself as somebody who knew they couldn't continue to do life the way they were doing it. Yeah. Was that, was that a hard decision? Very hard. Mm. Very hard because um, I was given up, for example, an occupation that yeah, I loved. It was my, it, it, initially teaching for me was, um, it was in my bones, yeah. you know. I think it's, to me, I was born to be a teacher. Um, and to walk away from that was really difficult because then I lost status. Mm. And I, I, I um, or whatever you want to call that, you know, who was I? Aye. But then I'm not, actually, I'm not my job title. Exactly. That's the thing I've learned, you know. And as I, I say to the guys in here, you know, money doesn't make you happy. It might make you buy better shoes or whatever. I suspect, see if you've not got that inside, you know. That's what we want to to sort of get more of. That more I'm feeling good about myself because I'm feeling good about myself, not because I've got a car. Exactly. Um, So, Uh and so as you look forward now to the rest of your life, do you feel like being on purpose, being living to your dharma, being in the right place is something that will always now come very naturally to you? And what I'm now doing is part of the life coaching I do. I follow uh, a life coach called Noor Hibbert. And she runs an academy. I'll not say the actual word. It's J-F-D-I. It's just something do it. Um, you can swear <laughs> if you want on this podcast. Just fucking do it. <laughs> right, so she's a, and she, to me, she's a very, she's a sweary life coach and yogi, and that's just my type of woman. Aye. You know, she's just down to earth. And I follow her on the socials, and I've just been to a conference in London, and she is so inspirational, and that's really fired me up. And it helps me with what I'm teaching in class. You know, because I'm doing life coaching with the guys and part of the, the the I Matters course is about a goal and a dream that they want to achieve. And it could be a small target. But I, what I did myself when I did my teacher training exam, I used the sequence that I'm using with uh, the I Matters to then get what I've now got. So I actually feel I've manifested this and I'm just going to keep doing the right things for me and my family and my health, obviously, to, to keep going forward and giving people the tools to help themselves. Because I don't want these guys to be in pain, and I don't want myself to be in pain either, having been in pain. So it's about that. So I think that if you have a good intention, that's that's part of the, the process. Do you know, I often think it's about people's intention when they make decisions. And if it was a good intention, then I believe most of the time you kind of go far wrong. Yeah, for sure. Mm. Aye. Oh, Kanjiba, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast and for sharing your beautiful wisdom. Oh, you're very welcome, Anne. And I'm saying namaste. Namaste. Hello and thank you for joining me on this episode of What Do You Know For Sure podcast. If you would like to connect with me, you can do that across social media by searching Anne Hughes Ignite. 
I've had referred to my radio show and the podcast, you can catch those on my Mixcloud. Again, just searching Anne Hughes Ignite. And if you or anybody you know want to answer this question with me, please do get in touch. Just go onto my website, annehughesignite.co.uk and fill in the contact page at the bottom and I'll be delighted to have this conversation with you too. Thank you.